0: Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin, and this week we have a solo show. Today, I'm going to go ahead and break down some questions that uh, have been sent to me since the show has begun. This is our fifth episode, and we're going to have guests in, uh, in the next episode, but I think it uh, is a good chance to just kind of um, shore up some things, answer a couple questions. And there were a few things that Calvin and I talked about in the last episode around um, expenses and consumption and budgeting that I also want to address. And so we'll pop over to that. So in sharing this podcast, uh, it's been interesting to see how many people have come out of the woodwork, so to speak, uh, in terms of, uh, wanting to discuss this topic. Some of them have been friends who have gone on their own debt-free journey in the past. Um, and, uh, some are freelancers. Some are just, uh, you know, people who are interested in figuring out like, why am I doing this thing? Um. And so the first one I have is from a friend, Steve James. Uh, His feedback was that uh, he likes the podcast. He thinks that the uh, truth in becoming debt-free and wealthy will never be glamorous or hackable. It's simply hard work keeping your head down and grinding through debt and making serious behavior changes along the way. I love the quote by Dave Ramsey, your most powerful wealth Building tool is your income. It's totally true. Average people try crazy things outside their wheelhouse to build wealth, probably more often than not losing rather than gaining wealth. I'd also consider reviewing the book The Millionaire Next Door. Uh, so yeah, this is an interesting uh, bit of feedback from Steve. Uh, he has a couple of questions as well that I'll I'll get to. Um, but I think that's the point, right? I'm not trying to hack this. So there's not necessarily this overnight, you know, solution to getting this done. In my case, it's been mostly an issue of ignoring it and putting my head in the sand. And so being able to just kind of finally take stock of what I owe, what the realities of my income versus consumption versus debt is, uh, and figure out if there's an actual path forward. And that doesn't necessarily have to be one that is going to be done in, you know, six months to debt freedom. It's going to take time and it's going to take work. So he continues here with, Our culture is so ADHD. We think that we need 100 things to solve a single problem. Getting out of debt is 90% behavior change and only 10% head knowledge, which most people don't want to hear. It's kind of like a diet. We'll blame everything else for the lack of weight loss except for ourselves. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I just talked about. I think uh, being able to focus on it and stick to the diet or the exercise regimen or in this case, the debt uh, payback plans and and uh, working on budgeting and working on shoring up consumption. All of those things take work. Uh, and so that's all going to be behavior change. Uh, identifying those behaviors, you know, like we looked at last episode, some of it is figuring out what behaviors we might be doing that are going unchecked and not necessarily, um, you know, something that is is adding to our problem rather than helping it. Uh, he also mentions that even getting out of debt and building wealth does not mean you've conquered it. You can easily fall back into this pattern. And I think uh, that's definitely something that is an ongoing thing. I think for me, the important thing is to build a system. Uh, Building that system is going to allow me to, one, get out of debt. And then hopefully once I'm out of debt, use that same system to start to build savings. Uh, And then in the future, hopefully investments and other types of um, vehicles of wealth as well. Um, But making sure that it's set up as a system so that I can't be the one who circumvents it is a really big thing for me. Uh, I know what my personality is like. And I think being able to have that system in place is is really important. So his questions um, are pretty interesting because they are some of the things that I think we may have skipped over in even talking about the whys of this podcast. Uh, and his first one is, why are you so sick of debt? And essentially, like, why are you doing this today? Like, Why now? What is it that has caused you to want to focus on this? And Obviously, this is something that I've known that I've had. It's not like I woke up one day and had a bunch of debt. Uh, For me, the breaking point was actually um, a couple things. It was the fact that I feel myself working way more uh, than most people. And that's that's not to put a, you know, a star on it and say congrats. It's I am working too much to the point of burnout and not necessarily seeing the uh, fruits of that. And so part of that is, you know, money being lost to interest um, payments and Um, credit card payments and things like that. And some of it's also looking at my income and how I work and figuring out what am I doing and what am I, am I being inefficient somewhere? Uh, Obviously I'm not going to reach this like hundred percent productive, efficient state, but I know that I'm working way harder than I need to be to get the same uh, outcome. Uh, And so figuring out like enough is enough, what's going on. Um, The real thing that, that made me realize this was um, I was actually sick um, this summer and I was unable to work. And it was really that I had kind of burned out and like worked myself into that state. And so part of that is that stress that I carry around with my financial situation uh, and being able to think, rethink things. If I could freelance today uh, or have a job, whatever path I take, without the stress of carrying around all of this debt all the time, it would be a completely different uh, way of living. And I know that. And so that's essentially why now and why it's become enough for me and why I'm so sick of it at this point. Um, and it, it's also been the impetus for creating this podcast because this podcast is a system that I'm using to uh, keep myself accountable. Even this show, you know, I don't have a guest on it, but getting the show out on Wednesdays is the goal. And every week I'm going to do that. And so making sure that I stick to the goal, pay attention to my progress, pay attention to um, my expenses and my payments to servicing debt, things like that um, is going to happen more often because I'm looking at it every single week and I've scheduled the time with myself and made, made it a priority. Uh, he also asks, looking ahead 10 years, what do you want life to be about? What do you want to be doing then? Uh, I can't imagine myself working the way that I'm working today in 10 years from now. And part of that, you know, I know that me being a freelancer is a choice that I've made. Uh, and so figuring out if that's still going to be what I want to do? Or is there a way to turn this freelancing into a consultancy where I have a team of people working together? All those kinds of things, um, you know, require me to, to take the same look at how I'm working and figuring out how it can evolve. Uh, something clearly isn't working with what I'm doing right now. And I don't want that to be the case when I wake up 10 years from now uh, and nothing is different. In uh, 10 years from now, I want to have been debt free for quite a few years. Uh, I don't think this is going this. This is definitely not going to take 10 years. I want to be able to actually have some savings where I have some runway where if I couldn't work for whatever reason or decided to go on a trip that everything doesn't come grinding to a halt. Uh, so many of us also are only one major accident, you know, whether it's an emergency room visit or the inability to work uh, for a certain period of time from being uh, unable to make ends meet. And so I would like in 10 years from now for that not to be the case, to be debt free, to be using if I'm still using credit cards to be using those in an intelligent and smart way um, so that I can build credit uh, and also make sure that I'm using those as a tool rather than uh, a tool for for amassing more debt. Um, But I also want to be able to point to savings and be able to say that I could take, you know, whether that's uh, a vacation or a type of sabbatical or something, uh, or if heaven forbid something bad happens, you know, being able to not work and not have additional stress from uh, a lack of money. I don't necessarily want to, there's like no specific money goal that I have where I don't need to have lots of money, but I need to have enough money where this isn't an issue, right? So I'm not trying to hit a certain number of millions of dollars or anything like that. And I think we've talked about financial independence, retire early um, quite a bit, which is the FIRE acronym. And I think I definitely am interested in the two first two letters of that, financial independence. The retire early thing is uh, something that a lot of people have done. I'm interested in it. It's something that's so far removed from my situation right now that it's not something I am thinking about right now. Um, But I do know that if I have that financial independence, the way that I work is different, the way that I live is different. And then that changes my behavior and my attitude towards money, my relationship with money, which is really kind of uh, been flawed for quite a few years. And so uh, re-approaching money and my relationship with money and thinking about where my my time is going, where my money is going, where my energy is going has become really important to me. All right. So that's um, what we got from Steve. Steve, if I have uh, anything else that you'd like me to uh, follow up on or if I completely butchered, um, just let me know and we'll, we'll do a follow up in the future. Uh, next up is from John Butler. Uh, he says, I'm sure it wasn't comfortable to give actual amounts, but it gives an important breadth to the podcast. You said you weren't embarrassed by releasing the numbers, but you also cited that people told you they had higher debt. So that's maybe a little side question. What number would have been embarrassing? Is it based on the amount of money you know you can bring in versus the debt? Um, so, yeah, this is, I, I've, when I listened to that episode, I caught myself doing this where I put out the numbers and to almost like downplay it, I was basically saying, like, oh, I know that there's people out there who have way more than that. Um, either way, it's still a problem for me, whether it's $5,000 or $50,000. I was already getting caught in that pattern of trying to downplay it. And um, I I think it wasn't that it wasn't embarrassing. It's that I am committed to doing this show. And part of doing that is putting the numbers out there um, and really taking accountability for the amount of debt that I've built. Uh, And so I'm okay putting that number out there because that's how that's the yardstick that we're going to use to track progress. you know, I think this show would not be as interesting if I'm telling you that there's this is amorphous number of debt that I owe and I'm trying to pay it down. And so um, I already find myself playing into that stigma of talking about debt and accepting it. Uh, and ever since I put out this show, I've also had other freelancers come to me and tell me what their numbers are. And their numbers tend to be around where mine are or more. Uh, and that isn't necessarily um, a way of shaming somebody against like, okay, you've made a bunch of poor decisions. That debt may have come from student loans, which we talked about, which is a form of um, going and investing in education. And obviously, education could cost less and it costs more now today than it ever has. Um, But as Tanya and I discussed, having that education is more beneficial to you in opening financial opportunities in the long term. Than not having it, and so if you feel like the the risk, um, you know, benefit is in your favor, having that is not a bad thing. Uh, for instance, my brother had student debt for going to law school, and that's an investment for him because his new profession will allow him to pay that off. And so, um, again, whatever that number is, I think I would love for this show to be a way for other people to total up their numbers, reveal their numbers and be open about it. Um, so I think this next part of this comes into this, which is I hope you guys will go into the whole other side of the positives of having debt or at least paying against it and ha- and on time to build credit, which is totally backwards. Uh, so I think we'll definitely talk about this more. I am not a great person to talk about this because I have not used credit cards in the way that... Um, Is beneficial to me. I've used them in a way that have accumulated debt. And so having that conversation with someone who does use them in a smart, intelligent way is, um, you know, to build credit is great. Um, To be honest, right now, the way I feel about credit cards is that once these things are paid off, I don't ever want to use them again. And I know having one available as an emergency and things like that is a good way, uh, is a positive way of having it. But I think the first part of that question that you had, which is, the positives of having debt. I think other than that situation where you are going uh, into debt to have that educational opportunity for, for future financial opportunities, the having debt is not something that feels positive ever um, in my life. And so once I get rid of that debt, I planning on changing my behaviors in a way where I don't fall back into that pattern. So that is also changing how I think about buying a car, thinking about when and if I do ever want to buy a home, things like that. How am I going to do that in a way that doesn't necessarily incur debt? Uh, The ability to buy homes outright is pretty difficult. And so there's that existence of a mortgage. And is that going to be a positive uh, aspect of having debt if you can uh have a mortgage that tends to be cheaper than a rent um in a city and then you're building equity and things like that. So uh we'll talk about that in the future that's again not something I'm well versed in not owning a home uh not using credit cards in in a good way. Um unfortunately I think to even tack onto that like most people don't use credit cards uh, in a way where you're paying them off every month unfortunately, right? So the credit card companies give us credit cards hoping that that doesn't happen. Uh, and so we need to figure out how we can train all of ourselves to use those more uh, intelligently and in a safer way, so that we don't end up saddling ourselves up with more debt. So those are the questions that we had. Um, I think doing a recap from last episode on what my plan is going to be to reduce my expenses. So um, again, the the big area that I identified in uh, my discretionary spending was. Around food, groceries, uh, eating out at restaurants, buying coffee, um, being Starbucks being a pretty large um, part of that, um, and most of that being like a habit or a ritual. And so, my new goal for December has been to write down every expense that I make, and that's allowing me to be more conscious in my spending. And I've already reduced that significantly. Um, we'll do a, a roundup once December's over. The uh, plan right now is not to make a number goal but to limit myself um uh, to only doing that on the weekends and so that means going out to eat on the weekends uh and if I'm going to go buy coffee doing that on the weekends because I have access to coffee through my work uh, which as an owner of the business <laughs> I'm already paying for that coffee um so there's that um and during the week that means coffee's coming from work Um, and making a ritual of that in that I'm doing that every morning when I come into work. Um, And so we'll see if that works, if that's enough of a behavior change. Do I need to put a number to it in the future? Maybe. But I think that because the weekends are so limited compared to the weekdays, I think that will really help pay off. I'm not going to go binge on all these expenses on the weekends. So it's really not going to be an issue there. Um, But it's, again, something to um, to keep in mind. Uh, and to continue watching. So um, so that's kind of sums up the updates. Um, I do uh, have a spreadsheet that I've been working on that is going to be at howyouspendyourdays.com. It is not up yet. Uh, as of this episode, this is December 5th, um, but it will be up uh, this month so that you can do a few things. You'll be able to track my progress um, as well as each individual credit card and the debts attached to those Uh, and then I'm going to be having a graph of that so that we can, uh, basically see visual progress of time over time of, um, this journey to becoming debt-free. Uh, I have already talked to the IRS and made a plan with them. So that will be included in that as well. Uh, and we'll go ahead. And, uh, when we get Tanya back on the show, we'll, go ahead and look at what our next system is going to be. We can put those on autopilot so that I can uh, ensure that I'm going to hit the goals that I have. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. This is going to be just a little bit of a shorter update episode. Um, We hope that we'll see you next week for episode six. Uh, If you have any questions, um, I'm happy to continue to take questions um, in future episodes. If you have any questions or comments, feedback for uh, either of us, we would love to hear them uh, or you can also leave us a review in iTunes that will help other people uh, find the show and uh, join us on this debt-free journey. I'm really excited uh, where we're going. This again is the most that I have paid attention to my finances in a positive way uh, and I'm really excited to see uh, my relationship with money change over time and I'm, I'm hoping that you'll join us for that. So uh, we will catch you next week. Thank you. Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions.